What's up, bikers? I'm Robert. This is the Biker Bar Podcast, episode 125. I know it's been a little while. I went on vacation. It was really fun. That's that's the gist of it right now. I literally got off the plane less than 12 hours ago. And uh, so here we are doing a little episode. Like I said last last episode, I'm doing these a little bit more sporadically. So I reached out to Nate before my vacation and he was he was interested in getting on. And uh, here we are. This is what we're this is what we got going on. So those of you, of you joining us live, really appreciate it. Hit the thumbs up if you enjoy the content somewhere along the line. If you want to see more of this and you haven't subscribed, that'd be great. If you would like to help the channel, swing by Patreon. Pretty, pretty sure most of you guys know how Patreon works, but if you don't, basically you throw a little money at me and I, I dance like a mon monkey. Or <laughs> or you help with uh, camera gear, maybe put some beer in the beer fridge. All of those things, they definitely help out. I really appreciate everybody that's on there. It means a lot. It really keeps the channel going. And um, well, that's that. So nonetheless i am uh running out of things to to little you guys know what i talk about here at the beginning and i'm really excited to talk to, to nate so i'm gonna go ahead and bring him back onto the screen the stream what's up nate how's it going oh hey i was just watching you over here on my phone so that's kind of fun <laughs> there you <laughs> go muted. yeah how's it going robert dude like i said in the intro there man literally just got off the plane like i was telling you beforehand the the uh the jet oh my god dude our, our trip back you know sometimes you buy tickets and you don't really pay attention to what they say um i did i definitely did that when i was booking this this trip and on the way there we had a plus one right on the day and i was like oh that's that's no big deal you know we'll sleep on the plane and then on the way back it was a plus one as well but i didn't look at the actual times so we had this layover in from Jamaica to Houston. And then we were in Houston for like, I don't know, six hours or something like that. Then we flew to Denver and we had like a nine hour like layover in Denver. That's why there was a plus one. So we really got there at like just shy of midnight their time. Decided we were going to get a hotel like down the street, jammed out of the airport, slept for a couple hours, got back and and um made it yeah made it it's, it's hard sleep trying to sleep in an airport right yeah dude i'm too old for that my daughter and her friend was with us they're 20 and they're like oh well i mean we don't have to get a room i'm like you know what check this out when i was 20 i would have 100 percent slept on the floor in the airport but now i'm yeah. almost 45 yeah. and i can afford a hotel and my body won't hang with that like no bed thing so <laughs> well, hold, hold on. What, hold the phone real fast. You're 45. I would have never thought that. I'll be 45 in August. So I'm not oh, there good. yet. I, I'm glad to hear you're in the 40s club. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How how old did you think I was? I was hoping you were. I don't that. know. Like I was gonna go. I guess early 40s is what I would have said. But right on. This is just me flattering you to start the show off. You know. Right there, you go, man. How about you? <laughs> uh, 49. I'll be 49, 49. actually on uh, Sunday. So I thought you were my, I thought you were closer to me too. So there you go. We'll throw yeah. the compliments back and forth. Yeah, there. there you go. There you go. I'll take it. <laughs> Man, like I said, in I wrote the little intro for the show and I was saying there that every time I bump into you at one of the fests, 
festivals, whatever you call it, Sea Otter or Sedona or whatever. We always have a great conversation. So it really, uh, I was really stoked whenever I reached out to you about getting on the show and, and you, were, you were down to come back on. It's been a long time since you were on here. It's funny. Yeah, I, I actually remember it really well, Robert, because I had to make yeah. sure I, I, I felt like I needed to have a beer in my hand for the show. Uh -huh. And uh, that just sticks out to me for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, that, was, still feel that, way? that was Yeah, I do. I, I brought one, one? Yeah, just, oh, just, just in case. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go grab one here. In a second. Yeah, we can we can pause, do a commercial break or something for you to go get one. But uh, I'll just ask you a question. A beer fridge is all like three feet away. Whenever yeah, I set yeah. this whole system no, up, I, like, <laughs> I think it was like three or four years ago. Yeah, so it's cool to be back on and yeah, yeah. Stuff a lot changed. has changed in that time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels it feels the same, but I know it's different. So it's just yeah, just an evolution. Um, I, I, I'm going to ask you some stuff that's probably on the old one, but my, as my lady would say, like, I don't remember shit very well. So. Yeah. <laughs> what was it that, what was it that inspired you to start a, an apparel company, man? Stupidity, lack, yeah. of, lack, lack of an understanding of what it takes to actually do this. Um, yeah. that, was probably, that was probably the biggest thing. Um, no, I just boredom with my last job. Yeah. Um, so Betty and I were sitting at a cross country race. I used to race cross country quite a bit. That was mm -hmm. a lifetime ago. It feels like, but um, but yeah, we were at a race. We were waiting for the podiums to start and just kind of looking around. And everybody's putting on Quicksilver, Hurley, Ruka, you know, whatever, whatever. We're in San Diego, so a lot of surf surf t shirts were going on. Right. And we just kind of looked at each other and said, "I wonder what, you know, what it would take to uh, like actually make a." a surf feeling lifestyle brand for mountain bikers. Cause mm -hmm. you know, we all cross over, we do surf, we do skate, we do snow, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it was just honestly a kind of a random idea that we had to, uh, mm -hmm. so, so yeah, basically I went out and built a couple of t-shirts, worked with a designer locally here in, in Encinitas, um, mm -hmm. Skywalker, awesome guy. Um, but yeah, we just, we built a couple of t-shirts and, they did okay you know they we took them to a couple of events and people liked them and they sold and we put a little website up and got a little social media following back in the days when social media was easy to do right mm -hmm. um and um yeah it just it just kind of spiraled from there quite honestly but it, it all started out just as this random idea to make a couple of t-shirts uh -huh. um, and then you know I, I guess me as a person i'm a little bit driven to not just sit around and i i don't know it just it just drove me to try to see what we could do with it quite honestly uh -huh. I, I when i go into a uh, whether it's a sport or a in this situation a business it's like i'm, I'm kind of all in and i just yeah. i just put everything i've got into it so when i saw that it had a little bit of a traction we were building a little following with it people were stoked on it i just kind of went oh yeah i wonder so anyway i just kind of spun it for maybe about a year or so like that Mm -hmm. um and then kind of the wheels were falling off everywhere with family with <laughs> you know trying to run a side job and a and a full-time normal normal job mm -hmm. and uh so i just decided to you know my wife was supportive of it and we just kind of went all in on this and i said if mm -hmm. i just put my head down and try to figure this thing out so i came into this with zero experience right mm -hmm. zero corporate or, or not corporate but zero business experience Mm -hmm. And um, 
So just like I, it's a business, man. Everybody can do it. It can't be that hard, right? It's just, it's just. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just managing cash flows. It's managing people. Right, it's right. All those things that I've never done before. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, just it was, it was kind of this whim, and it, I just, I decided to put my head down and try to figure it out. So it's been the hardest thing I've ever done, no doubt. Um, thankfully. I've been able to bootstrap the whole thing, no investors outside. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's cool to see where it's at today. And I do, I get a kick out of it. I still have that drive to uh, to make this thing better and better every day. Yeah, I know. I can, I can relate there, man. I can totally relate there. So you guys just had, or you just had some, some t-shirts when you originally. Yeah. You know, the, you, you. Robert, you used to always wear it back when we don't even have it in the store anymore, but the the brought bear, right? Uh -huh. The bear on the bike. And yeah, then, yeah. And then the bear with all the mechanical parts making it up. Um, got it. Got those it. Were the, yeah. Those were the like the bear on the bike was the first design. The other one was the second design. And that's that's what we launched with. Then we made a hat with it. We made socks with it. You know, we just kind of went. It was kind of goofy, honestly, when I look back on yeah, it. Yeah, I had that. I had that hat for a long time. Yeah. I think I ended up like just sweating in it too many times and finally got to the point where I was like, I got it. I got to get rid of this thing. Yeah. So but fun story, Robert, when it started, it started as uh, we launched it at uh, the brand name was Oso, uh -huh. um, which, which is bear in Spanish. Right. So the, I was actually managing a, a cross country race team locally here and it was called uh -huh. Oso Loco racing. Uh -huh. cra crazy bear. Right. Right. And so this all kind of formed out of a, uh, a race team that we had going um so we just dropped the loco and we said oh so mtb and we ran it for about six months that way and until it hit the point where it's like oh wait if i really actually want to make a business out of that i gotta trademark the name and mm -hmm. then i went to go trademark the name again not having a clue what i'm doing but finding out googling trademarking company name you know whatever it is yeah. and uh quickly realized that i couldn't trademark that name um I actually looked at it before I named it uh, back in 2014 and I looked at it and it was available. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, whatever. But in that time, in that six month time, home shopping network or QVC or one of those, you know, corporations that I don't want to mess with had come right. in and grabbed the name. Oh, and man. so I, uh, I just decided rather than battling QVC, I, I just go figure out another name, which is the hardest thing in the world. Right. But right. So we changed, we went through the process of trying to figure out another name. My son is actually the one that came up with the name. Um, he, he came into my office one day, probably two months into this whole process. And he said, dad, are you still, he saw me on the, the trademark website and he said, are you still looking for a name? And Lucas, mm -hmm. Lucas is 11 at the time. And uh, he goes, Dad, why is it so hard? It shouldn't be that hard. Just call it the Awesome Shirt Company. I mean, that's what people know you as. I mean, you you make awesome shirts. Just call it the Awesome Shirt Company. See if that's available. And all right, just to humor him, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, whatever, you know. And like, I looked it up. Yeah, it's available. That's cool. But but Lucas, like, I don't know that I want to be a shirt company long term. I, I'd love to see this go more than just T-shirts, you know. And right. like, Dad. Because we've been talking acronyms, RUCA, Hurley, or not Hurley, uh, FMF pipes, or, you know, there's a bunch of the acronyms that we've been kind of into. Yeah. And um, he goes, Dad, T A, call it TASCO. That sounds kind of sick. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, hence 
hence the name was born out of that. Um, right. Casco, the awesome shirt company. So, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yet it just anyone example. try to get the website, and sure enough, somebody else had Tasco.com, right? Well, yeah. If you, so, so we had to be Tasco MPB because if you're Tasco, you're going to get binoculars, right? Right, right. <laughs> and right. rifle scopes and stuff like that. But, uh, but the cool thing is, like, as we've grown, I mean, it's now people you can type in Tasco, and I dare everybody who's listening to this to do that, but type in Tasco, and we don't come up too far. You know, sometimes we pop up before the the rifle guys now. So, right. um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of fun. So, anyway, that's yeah. the that's the little yeah. nickel tour. Yeah, that's good. I I I think I'm pretty sure you. I did ask that same question before. Yeah. As you were telling the story, I was like, I feel like I heard this before. Yeah. So that that has to be one of those like a uh, random you know Snapple Snapple under the cap facts now, right? What does Tasco actually stand for? Well, you know what? It's kind of cool is we've never marketed that. I don't want to be a, the awesome shirt company. Yeah, yeah. It's not where we're at as a brand at this point. And, uh, right. But it's it's kind of that, like, I don't know if it's a folklore or, you know, the little hidden story that when people hear it, they just kind of like, oh, I mean, in the club, because I know the name almost, right? I mean, right, right. I, know what the, I know what that stands for. So, yeah, it's kind of turned into a fun little story, so. That is fun. You should make a. You should make like a, a ten year anniversary shirt or something like that that just says it. Yeah, the, aw the awesome shirt. You know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. you said twenty fourteen is when you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. September of two thousand fourteen or August, maybe uh, September, something like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow, man. So you are coming. You're coming up on ten years. Did you think at the time? Did you think it was really going to be like a thing? No. Or did you think like, man, I, I don't know how long this is going to go, but right now it's what I'm doing. No way. I had no, like, this is, it's just been, I mean, I had no plan to do this. Uh -huh. um, but at the same time, it's not like it's just unfolded in front of me. I mean, I hit a point where I was like, yeah, I want to go. Mm -hmm. Um and uh and then i and then, you know but but no back in 2014 i was like shoot, shoot i'm just making a couple of t-shirts this is kind of cool i've never done that before right <laughs> right right so did you just start out with like the the just the website that's kind of how it was going down or you were going to like yeah things were so different i feel like then um you know i i created a little shoot squarespace or something like that little website yeah. um put a couple of photos up put the product images up and the tricky thing is anybody can make a website, right? But then how do you get people to it? So back back in 14, it was a lot easier to just build a build a social media following, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but we just did it. Like I just would go out with my iPhone. I I start I did a lot of events in the first like several years, quite honestly. I mean, more than my family wants wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. and, and more than I wanted to do for that matter. But I just I did a lot of local traveling to hit in the events within Arizona, California, mm. you know, just kind of the local areas here. And um, honestly, I think that was probably the biggest thing that was helpful for the brand was just shaking hands with people, you know, making them feel part of something. Mm -hmm. um, and you would uh, just go to like bike races and yeah. things of that nature. And you had like a tent and you had some t-shirts in it. Or I had a 1990 West of Folia at the time. Right. Uh -huh. So, and, and I, in a little pop top camper kind of thing. And 
I would load that thing. I mean, I felt like the Beverly Hillbillies. I'd I'd be I'd be like driving down the highway, barely able to pass. You know, just get through the highway, <laughs> and uh, just loaded up with my stuff. And I'd show up, pop up a little tent. Had a ton of fun meeting people, and yeah, and uh, and yeah, just just honestly, just that really grassroots, organic approach to uh, to the community, and just loving it. I I. I I hated being away from the family, but I loved being a part of the events and meeting all the cool people and sharing mm-hmm. bike stories and and riding bikes with them and all that kind of stuff. Right. So um, that's that's kind of where it started. And, you know, hard, though, hard, hard way yeah. to build a business. <laughs> and then and yeah, the social media fo- part followed that just it was Instagram, really, for the most part. And um, but just, yeah, I'd snap photos. Here I am, you know, just just whatever. Right. And, but I, I don't know. It's just a just a fun little adventure, quite honestly. And right, uh, right. And then the brand kind of just built around that. So, yeah, I mean, there has to be something to what you did that's that that works, right? Because I, it's not like you can just go and make a design, and all of a sudden you're making enough money to have a business. I, right. I, I have like whatever 15,000 16,000 people on YouTube that are following me on the main channel. Well, by I the have, way, congratulations. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you, man. Yeah. But it's like you would think like if I was not Robert who's done YouTube for as long as I have, I would think with 16,000 people that I could just like, "Hey guys, I got a t-shirt and boom, I sell like a thousand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um no, I got t-shirts on my shop. I saw somebody buy two the other day is the first time I've seen some t-shirts sell in a couple months. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's not like a, and I'm not, you know, obviously marketing that as, as the main part of the business, but what I'm getting at is like, even with that kind of following, you can't, I, I just can't make sales like happen like that. So right, right. I mean, you, you, you had to, you had to put the, the wheels to the ground and go out and like, Really? So here, here's here's the deal. I'm giving everybody the secrets, right? The secret sauce to, to what yeah. I've done. But I mean, I, I I wanted to build a brand that was design focused, right? That mm-hmm. I didn't want to do the so many brands around that kind of look like us at this point. They, you know, they'll do an Alibaba glove. They'll go find a glove on Alibaba and there's they all kind of look the same and they'll th- slap their design and their name on it and then they market it, right? Right. Um, same thing with shorts, whatever it is, whatever product you might be talking about. But I knew from day one that I didn't want to be that kind of brand. I wanted mm-hmm. to be a brand that that built something from the ground up, that built something different enough that it had its own space, quite honestly. And um, and yeah, I just I wanted to have good, good, solid, like SoCal feeling designs. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's just what I wanted, right? So um, early on, before I was ever even paying myself. Um, I made the call to hire um, Jeremy, our designer. And Jeremy, that was back in 19. I brought him on. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I hired him away from, I'll just say, a reputable mountain bike brand. Um, uh, uh-huh. company. And um, it was basically one of those things where I just knew I needed to pony up and, and pay the money to bring somebody on that knew how to design the right product. Mm-hmm. That, and, and I scored with Jeremy. He's awesome. He's not only is a... a awesome individual but he's also just somebody that knows design 
He knows mm -hmm. how to build a product. He knows how to, he knows what other companies outside of our space are working on too. Like he has that eye where he's uh -huh. not just like, oh, hey, let's copy what Pac is doing or, you know, right. whoever it is. He, he looks at, hey, what is, um, I don't know, 686 or, you know, another, a brand outside of our space that's far above who we are or any of the right. brands in our space. And he says, what are, and I shouldn't use that as an example, but you know what I mean? I, like got, he, I get what you're saying, man. Yeah. He's just, he's just looking outside, far outside of, of mountain bike or um, for inspiration on what he's doing. Right. And, right. Um, and so I, I, yeah, to me, like that hire was critical for us. Um, and um, it's, it's just, it just, it's just been awesome. But Jeremy, not only is a des developer, he can build the product, but he's also a graphic designer too. So he can, you know, he's created the the look of Tasco, I would say, um, mm -hmm. and, and how we look and, and, and so thankful for that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, I just knew I needed to need if I was going to do this, I wanted to do it right. Um, I didn't need to do it fast. I think that was the thing, too. I didn't need to try to pretend like we were somebody that we weren't. I wanted to do this organically grassroots, you know, there's mm -hmm. something that all, you know, I don't have any outside investment. Um, it's just it's all organic basically so mm -hmm. uh, yeah just i don't know wanted to do it our way different but really really polished and well so mm -hmm. so initially were you guys um or not that's not the direction i want to go what am i doing over here <laughs> so did uh did you said you started with with some shirts and some hats and i think you said socks too yeah yeah, we did. We worked with Sockeye. We did a couple of socks with them. Yeah. Uh huh. So, but then somewhere along the line, you you decide you decide to start like making your own apparel. I would say with with socks or or with shirts, you know, it's kind of like you buy a yeah. blank of some sort and and you you self screen yep. it or whichever method you want to do to to get your your design on the shirt. But right. then you get to a point where you're going to do, say, like you want to step away from sock guy or you wanted to do a glove. Right. Like how how did you then decide, OK, how do I how do I find a company to make this not yeah. give me a blank? How do I find a company to. So to that's, the this product? that's the benefit of bringing somebody on who's done this before. Right. Right. So so by bringing bringing Jeremy in, you know, he had the connections with the factories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that make the good gloves that make the good socks that make the good shorts, all that stuff. Right. right. So, so, you know, that was, that was critical for us. Um, we weren't going out and just sourcing blanks and putting our, 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 you know, our tags on it or whatever. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, again, just super grateful for that transition. When that happened, it, it helped a ton, but, um, yeah, you're exactly right. T-shirts, hats, socks, you can kind of do that. Um, you know, slap, slap a logo kind of thing on there. Yeah. You can totally fake it. I mean, even, even at like my level of production where I'm kind of doing like DTG t-shirts, I mean, you can pay a little bit extra and get your own tag put in there. And, right. 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 And as far as the consumer knows, they would like have zero idea that this is a, uh, whatever. Shirt, yeah. You know? right, like, right, uh, right. Next level or something. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, and so, so honestly, for T-shirts, that's what we do too. We use Next Level or whoever it is, yeah. and slap our logo on it, and yeah, and run it. But um, 
yeah, for the more technical pieces, it's all built so, from the ground up. So was it the glove? Was that the first one where you really kind of stepped so into 2017, that? Um, I, I remember this way too well, right? But Sea Otter 2017 is when we launched the gloves. Um, uh -huh. And I, I wanted to do stuff different. I didn't want to look like, again, if I'm going to do this, I don't want to be the same. So it, it was kind of a funny thing, but it's, it's amazing how well it's done and kind of held through over whatever it is, five years now. Um, but at the time we, I used to, I would sell the gloves with a sock as a package. Mm -hmm. So we were the first ones really to do that whole pairing a glove sock combo. Now it's pretty mm -hmm. common, right? But right. Um, we, uh, see, I remember everybody wanted to buy just the glove or just the sock. And we said, no, it's a, it's a package. That's the only way we had them put together. Right. <laughs> we had them bundled and they were, we showed up to sea otter and they were in bins and they were, no, you buy you buy this that you're a small right. you're small you know right right um, and so we went that way for about a year or so but um but yeah so when we did the gloves when we launched those it was with the sock uh paired up with them as well which is it has honestly been super fun and we still do that to this day every month we drop a a new combo that's a glove sock combo and uh, yeah people eat it up so it's kind of fun yeah i think it's a great idea because um I think the like if you change your design like that all the time, you'll get people like me who want a new design and haven't necessarily worn out the old one. Right, right. You know, so where with like a glove, like a regular glove and sock, if you had that one, let's just call it a pattern or whatever, you know, maybe you buy a set of socks and a and a glove, and you you might wear like depending on how much you ride, you might wear that for a year before you want to buy another right, one you know? right right but like you get you get somebody like me i'm sure i'm not the only one dude i have a, a freaking drawer full of gloves that i wear <laughs> you know so so it's so funny robert because we see like i mean i i have eyes on the on the people that buy and whatever and there's people that probably buy almost every month um, yeah a glove sock combo and then it's yeah. funny because you'll see a lot of people they'll buy they'll like boom 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 they'll they'll buy months in a row and then they go dormant completely because i think they realize like wait a second here these guys got me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta i gotta slow down here this is right, right. or they get in trouble with their their family or something like that so right right um, but yeah it's you been guys sent out a lot of marketing like emails to those like like people that are repeat buying i i can i can say that uh there's a belt company arcade. I think yeah. they're out of North, Northern California. And I bought one of their belts just cause I wanted to try it. And I really like it a lot. And because of that, I ended up buying another one, but the, man, yeah. they send me these emails like every couple of months and I'll get this, there's another color. And I, and I, I fall into the same pattern with the damn gloves that I do with these belts. Now I got probably six of them because they're just like, Oh, it's different. I need a green one now. Of yeah. course I need a green one. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's going to match my, my bike or my, right. yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 No, for, for sure. I mean, we, we do, I, I hope we don't spam people too badly, but we do send uh -huh. out like whenever it's new product, we're going to we're going to let people know what's going uh -huh. on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just fun. Honestly, we, we do, Probably, I would guess more product drops than any other company out there in our space. Uh -huh. um, we just—it's—it's it's kind of what drives us to to do fun new stuff, um, new colorways, whether it's on the shorts or the 
the gloves or the jerseys or whatever it is, just keep new stuff coming because I mean, that's kind of the world we live in right now. Everybody wants, they don't want to sit on one design for too long. So mm-hmm. yeah. And once yeah. people figure out if, Hey, if that's a good fit for them, cool. It makes it just, it, all right. I need a green one. Now I need a blue one. I need a skeleton. Right. I need an American flag one, whatever. Right. Right. So you had, you had these gloves and stuff and, um, I feel like you had a good thing. You could have just stuck with that and and probably kept, you know, growing just with the pattern changes and stuff like like that. But you 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 started like venturing into different 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 models and then different um, pieces of, of the kit, and we can get into each one of them. But what was was the drive there? Just because you really wanted this to be a full brand, or was it like what was the drive to start? Because I think. What was it? A different glove was probably the first thing that you did. Yeah, we did the glove. Um, yeah, I mean, it was 2020. Actually, I remember it very vividly because it was the start of COVID, which was scary. Right. We, it was when we dropped the shorts, right? And that's when we came up with our first run of shorts. Um, but yeah, we had, uh, no, no, it was, we had done like, I guess we had done a winterized, you know, we called the Dawn Patrol, which is the California winter glove, right? Uh-huh. Um, and we'd done that one um, and really was the, uh, I guess we'd done the the, the recon glove, which right. was a lightweight glove at the time too. So I guess we had three gloves built out before we did the shorts. I guess you're right. Um, but honestly, yeah, the- honestly, the shorts is an interesting one because that was just a desire to build what we wanted to build more than anything. It was a frustration with trying to find a good short. And so, I mean, it was Jeremy and I, spending a lot of time like over the drawing board, getting samples, whatever it is, but really, and honestly, we probably pulled from, we probably bought almost everybody's short at the time uh-huh. and, and kind of just like pulled it apart in our minds. Like, Hey, what, what is it we like about this? What is it we don't like about this? And, and that's where the scout short came from was just really like us sitting there going, what do we, what do we want to ride in? Um, and um but yeah it, and so so i'd say that's where that stemmed from and then now we've got what three four four different types of shorts um so it's just kind of evolved into more and more it's addictive <laughs> right yeah i think i mean i think you probably get addicted to creating things i know i do so i would imagine that's part of it right but then the other thing is like I feel like if you're going to sit still, you're, you're not going to keep growing. Right. So, I mean, not in, today, in today's world, people are way too ADD, right? Uh, yeah, we, we all are. We're, we can't, we're not satisfied for very long with what we've got. So um, we have to keep moving to, to stay interesting and, and relevant. I'd say for sure. I feel like that, that short that you brought out though, um, you really hit that one out of the park. Like, mm-hmm. like, honestly, like that I had, I had a pair of your like prototypes that you had you had given me, and then I had like the final, and even the differences in those two, like I could see like exactly why it was like, oh, like I don't like this about that prototype, yeah, and that was different on the final, you know, and it was right. just some like, and there were minor things like how yeah. big the belt loop is. I think right. that was one of the things I remember on the prototype. Right. I was like, man, I don't really care for that. And right. like, but then I like held up the, uh, the finished product one. I was like, no, like 
you're on it, you know, and, and um, hands down, like very, very comfortable, like great, great, like the way they were made and everything. Um, I, I think the only thing that that some people have to overcome with the brand that with your with your merchandise in that aspect is that it's it's on the higher end of the price price scale, you know. However, if even me, a cheap ass. If I get something that is expensive, but it actually is is built well, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? But it, I, I remember my first pair of Fox shorts that I bought. I went out and I bought like, I don't know how much they were, 90 bucks. And to me, that was just, it just seems freaking ludicrous compared to a pair of jeans that I can wear like all the time. You know what I mean? Right. right. And and I, I bet you I didn't even have those things for a month and a half. And I, I took some digger and they ripped. And I was just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? No. Those, those shorts yours, like, they're really good shorts. They were super comfortable. Like, phenomenally comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing is, about, Robert, you bring up a good point. Like, we don't want as a brand be the, the, the value brand. That's mm -hmm. not, you know, every brand needs to choose who they are, right? Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh we'll pause for a commercial while you step no, away. I'm listening to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean so so to me not we don't intentionally want to be a value brand. We would rather go put the better materials in there, um, uh -huh. build it better, put the money into the development, put the money into the better factories, whatever it is, um, instead of trying to appease the you know the the value customer, quite honestly. Right, um, right. You know, and honestly, as a brand, we don't also want to be the um, the brand that's too expensive either, right? That's using all the high-tech fabrics. So we try to find that balance and use fabrics that maybe aren't the name brand fabrics, but that have the characteristic of the name fabrics. And, uh -huh. and, it, and that allows us to kind of be at that, I would say, middle middle level price point, um, uh -huh. yet with the the look and feel of the the more premium price point product. So yeah, we I mean as a brand, we want to be kind of in that middle space. Quite honestly, I don't I don't want to be the the seventy dollars with a with a liner short. That's not who we want to who we want to play with. So uh huh yeah yeah. Speaking of liners, are you planning on bringing one out? So can we talk about that? I mean, if you have it in the mix and you don't. No, no, no. It's it's a really <laughs> tough subject. And I'm going to tell you why. Because we we sell on our website a liner that I love. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Nesium. Um, actually, a good friend of mine, Justin, built his company. Um, and he makes a liner. And we sell that. And I love that liner. It, mm -hmm. it does a real, it's just comfortable. It functions well. It's a, it's a good, good liner. And so we actually, I, I had conversations with Justin, told him, hey, we're developing a liner, just so you know. And he he was fine with it. I said, our, our whole thing is going to be different than yours. But um, we built it and I wasn't happy with it, quite honestly. Jeremy and I, neither of us were really stoked. So we had it built right. out. We were, we were ready to launch it this year in spring. Mm -hmm. And the last second, I just pulled back. I go, no, it's not ready. It's not, I am not, it's not different enough. It's not better than, than what's out there. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, that's been shelved. Um, We've kind of put our energy elsewhere, but yeah, the liner thing, we have a great liner for sale on our website. It's not ours. Um, and I, and I'm a firm believer in that. So we, at this point, we've just kind of stuck with that. So, yeah. Yeah. 
that's good though. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I um, I'm I'm starting to wonder if I want to wear liners anymore. Honestly, it's uh, it's kind of it's one of those things that it, sometimes I question if I'm wearing them just because I always have, or if I really need it. You know. And I think when I first got into mountain biking, well, first of all, there wasn't really good options for liners at that point, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then also like just the amount of riding that you do, um, when you're more of a beginner is, is a little more infrequent. Yeah. And so I think those parts of your body, like they need that extra padding, you, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I ride a ton now. And sometimes I just like, I'm like, oh, it's a chill ride or something like that. I'm like, I'm not going to bother. I'm like riding with the lady or something. And and it doesn't bother me any. And yeah. then I'm like, do I really need it? Like, do I really, really need it? Because you have like saddles now that are just yeah. like so perfectly designed. Like back in the 90s, there was no real good. Like, it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't like the way that they are now. You, you know what I mean? For sure. So, yeah. So, I I, it's, a, it's a good question. I, I think if you're spending enough time in the saddle, you still probably are going to benefit. But I, I know people that don't and they're they swear by it. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I do. <laughs> you, I haven't, you still wear I haven't, one or you don't? Yeah, I do wear one. Um, I can't, yeah. I'm giving away too much personal information. No, no, that's cool, dude. Um, no, I to me, I've just never really tried to not wear one. I've just. Yeah, thought, well, it's an important part of my ride and i can't go without it so yeah no i feel like i'm the same way and um yeah. i don't know but it's like as soon as you get done riding god you gotta get that freaking yeah the off, diaper, you, know? you gotta get the diaper off yeah right I, right i think it's you know you i'm sure you can build up calluses and stuff like that and just be fine without it i haven't right. gone there yet Right. I feel like I should just give it an honest effort, you know, and just yeah. see if I really do. But well, well, I'll check back with you in six months. How does that sound? Dude, well, let, if you if I know anything about myself, I will talk about something and complain about it for like at least a couple of years before I get to the point of actually, yeah. actually <laughs> doing something about it. Let me tell you, I bought those. Uh, uh, shit. The Santa Cruz valves. What are they called? The Fillmore valves? Yeah. And I'm going to give you like the spoiler alert on the review that I do. I fucking hate them. I despise them. Like there, there is only one thing that I like about them. And that's that they allegedly don't get clogged. I haven't got clogged yet. So I'm not going to say that they do or they don't. Yeah, but otherwise yeah. I can't stand them. However, I'm fucking lazy and I won't, I won't take my, my tires off just to remove them and put new valve stems in until yeah. I wear my tires out. So that's the type of person I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the first thing about them. So I'm going to, I'm going to rely on your review when it comes out. Uh, oh man. You, you haven't, have you even heard of them? Yeah. No, I've heard of them. I've just never used them. So yeah, I'm telling you right now, don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, th this is the main thing. They, they work well for moving air back and forth, but there's like a, a couple of things that I really, I, I'm one of those guys that doesn't pour sealant in my tire. I usually inject it through the, through the valve. Yeah. Which you can't really do with that. The way that their, their stem works. And, um, cause you can't take the inside out and just squish it through. Right. right. 
And then um, also the way that the valve stem works, I have one of those, those park tool, like air compressor, you know, tells you what your, your, your air pressure is, as well as your, you know what I'm saying? Like for your air yeah. compressor, right? Yeah. Yeah. The thing's like 170 bucks. It's like the stupid, one of the dumbest purchases I've made, like as far as like cost versus like utility. And that thing doesn't work with the, the Fillmore valves because it doesn't like put the pressure on the valve stem right in order for it to read the, the, the air pressure of the, of the tire. Then I just found out the other day while I'm in Jamaica, took one pump with me to take my, to fill my tires up. My one up pump that has been on both my bikes for the last couple of years doesn't work with those stems either. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause it needs, the stem needs to have one of those like locking type of pumps on it okay. for it to work properly. And that one up one works the same way as my park one does for my, my air compressor. It's like, it just slides on and just, that's it. You know, it yeah. doesn't. And so yet another reason. And um, for me, those are like, already several like major inconveniences to my life over the sometimes my claw my valve stem gets clogged right you know what i mean and then they're like 50 bucks they're, it's like 50 bucks for a set yeah oh man i don't yeah, even know how much a, a new set of regular ones cost but i'm assuming it's like ten dollars you know what i mean yeah sometimes technology goes too far and it kind of yeah. goes backwards right I think if if you have different gear than I do, and maybe you have different weight, like maybe you're a guy that's like I know tons of guys when they put it on their tire, they just pour the sealant into the tire and then they pop it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Which I'm, is what I do, quite honestly. Yeah. So I if I try that, I get sealing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. somehow I like don't have I'm like working this damn thing over and I get it all over, you know, like so like for me, I've always like done it the other way. So like just that would solve one of those problems. If you don't have the same kind of pump as I do, right. that then that's not a problem. And, and I do. Like, I'm like listening to your problems. I'm like, well, my pump would work fine with that. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Like so for you, it could be amazing. You right. know what I mean? Right. But for me, it's like, ah, no. But that's that's honestly, Robert. That's where it's good information. Just putting it out there, right? Yeah. To to say this is my experience because this is what I use, and then right. it's like you don't have to like. And, and nor would you like just completely bash on the product, but you'd be like, for me personally, this is like, it doesn't work because of X, Y, and Z. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, to each their own, I guess, is the moral of that story, <laughs> but where I will. We, yeah. Where did we get off on that? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's typical yeah. for me though. So, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but to, to bring it back to your stuff though, is like, um, I have never had that experience with any of the Tesco gear that I like. There's not been like me trying to find ways to, to eloquently tell people that it works. It could work for them. Like yeah, your, your products have been like great products. I really, really enjoyed those shorts when they came out to fun fact. The reason that I stopped wearing the gray ones that I had was because I got sealing all over them and I couldn't get the damn sealing out of them. And they just looked atrocious. And, and here you go, Robert. I got a, that's a great point. What you said, the staining, right? Yeah. And uh, we're working on that quite honestly, because the, the fabric that we use, it's dyed, it's not sublimated. So it's more susceptible to stains, right? So 
um, yeah, we're actually working with the factory with some coatings on the next shorts oh, to, wow. uh, to help with staining. So yeah, good. It's all, it's, I, it always goes on, right? Yeah. And I think that was probably just more of a, 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 a one-off problem that I, I personally had, but, um, cause that latex, when it gets in your clothes and dries, yeah, I, I blew a tire out on a trail or cut like a sidewall basically. And I had to take my tire off because I had I had a uh, core in. I had to take the core out, put a tube in, and then I was like wearing the core like some kind of like pageant sash or something like that. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. And so I had sealant like everywhere. And uh, I ended up doing, I think I did a video, a shorts video. And I, I can't remember if on that video, I had bought a bunch of different like, um, like cleaners and I tried to get the, the, that sealing out of it. And this was like, after I had, I had still worn them for like a couple of months after that. So that's, yeah. that stain was like, <laughs> it was very well worked in there. Yeah. And for the most part though, I, I, I almost got it all out. But I think the other thing aside from that was I also lost a bunch of weight. So they didn't fit anymore. So that was the final straw for them. Yeah, that's a, that's a good problem right there. Right. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's where I'm at right now um, because the new shorts that you brought out, let's, what were that? I think it's the Scouts. The found, the Phantoms. Phantoms. Probably, yeah. yeah. Super lightweight. If yeah. anybody out there has not tried these and you like light gear, these are amazing. Like hands down my favorite pair of shorts that I have, like without a doubt. I mean, I, you know, Nate. I even sent you an email afterwards. It's like, dude, I need to buy a rest. Of, yeah. what other, like, how do I get all the other colors? Yeah. Yeah. No, They're, that's a fun, that was a fun product. And this is a good example of just like wanting to do our own thing. Um, and this is the strife between Jeremy and I, because Jeremy comes to me with his fabric. says, I want to build a short on this. And I looked at it and I held it up to the light and I said, there's no way that anybody's going to wear this. Right. Um, it's, it, you know, in a lot of ways it feels like a, I don't know, like a gym short or, you know, just a really ventilated short, but he goes, no, it's trust so me. Light. He goes, right. trust me. He goes, nobody's using this in mountain bike right now. And he goes, but there's tons of outdoor companies using this material. Yeah. And he goes, we should, we should do a short full, the full short in this material. No, like not like a panel here or there. Let's build the whole short like this. And, and we need to make some statements, you know? Mm -hmm. So that that phantom short was a good example of just like, hey, we're small enough to take some risks like that. And uh, yeah, that short's off. I'm actually wearing that in the office today. Yeah. So yeah. I totally believe it. Those things are so comfortable. I am. Um, I I'm a big fan of the the lighter gear. And I didn't I, I didn't come to this. I, like I kind of accidentally found that out. And I think it was. It was probably that first pair. I can't remember if it was yours or or hand ups that I had. One of those first pair of like I think it might have been yours because I was your first one that you had the light super light gray. It had kind of like a, a extra patch over the thumb. What was yep. that one called? Yep the, the the recon. That was the recon. Yeah, I think I think it must it might have been yours that I had first, and I just really enjoyed. It's hot out here. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's the same difference, like same for people that live in more like humid environments or not, if it feels the same, 
like having that light lighter glove but out here in northern california where it's super high and hot and dry like ha just having that little less material at least to me it, it, it's a lot more comfortable yep and i i hate when fall comes around and i have to like put my regular gloves back on you know like i i, I like my hands getting being warmer but i just yeah. love the feeling of that lighter glove and i and when that that short came out i didn't know like i, I think you gave me a pair when we were at sea otter yep yep and i and i remember thinking think i'm gonna like this but i don't know I, my my initial reaction my 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 thought process was these are so light if i if i reckon them i feel like they're gonna be done you know what yeah. i mean yeah but i i don't know if i i don't know if i hopefully i haven't eaten shit on them yet but i love those shorts like I, they're one of those ones where you're like damn i've worn them too many times i definitely have to wash them before i can wear them again you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like the, the the odor police is on you right yeah 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 you're like i can't get away with this so i definitely that's when i knew i i, I was like dude i need to buy some more of these for sure. no but that that kind of stuff's super fun for us um just doing things and i mean honestly a short like that is what got us into rei um uh -huh. to carry their shorts i mean or to carry shorts in their in their stores um just because and they said to us nobody else does something like this this is rad we yeah you know, it's it, people want things that are uh, pushing pushing limits, quite honestly. Right. Um, right. And and built well, and yeah. So, so the whole cool. reason, the whole I want to touch on that REI thing in just a second. The whole reason I told that long ass story was because we were talking about losing weight, and when I when you oh, gave yeah. me those those lighter ones, you said these fit a little bit smaller go with the bigger size i got the 38s at the time and right now i have those like fully cinched so i was wondering does that mean that you're like i'm am i in a spot where i could go to 36 yeah like if, it's, I mean, if it's all the way cinched in like with that because sure, right? you have for those people that don't know they have like a lot like like straps on the inside of the shorts that have some some um some velcro in it so that you can pull the 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 short yeah. to be tighter or looser than maybe whatever the the actual size is and uh so so it's better for comfort and um is that a good indicator or yeah i mean honestly the put them put them I, what i would do is just loosen them all the way out uh -huh. and see, see how they fit and if you've got an inch or two to spare go down uh -huh. to the shorter smaller size go, go for it um, the nice through. thing is if you can fit into the shorter size honestly you it fits better overall because it's less likely to hang up on the saddle or something like you know, yeah yeah everything the the length the width everything grades together right so right um yeah i mean i would just loosen them all the way out and go hey do i think i can get into the next size down and and then run yeah, if it. i loosen them up all the way they're gonna fall off that's uh yeah then then i would say for sure you know yeah that's what i was holding off on buying the uh buying the other ones because i was like i don't want to go buy three pairs of these things <laughs> <laughs> not fit them you know robert, robert good for you You've been working at that right yeah you know it's been an up and down thing yeah man, so um hang on i feel like i'm gonna sneeze any second now so when that happens oh, i thought you're gonna get teary-eyed <clears throat> i know right excuse yeah. me so um yeah yeah i definitely have i mean i i started out i i put i i put on 
enough weight to be the heaviest that I ever was at the beginning of COVID. And yeah. um, uh, I was already well on my way to, I was already at, every day was the heaviest day I'd ever been. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. when COVID first hit, man, I was like, oh, we, it felt like I was on vacation every day, you know, cause I was not now, now, yeah. well, first we were off for a couple of weeks. Like my job, we, we got like, whatever that first like two weeks was, you know, we, everybody got like, we got a little free vacation. Right. And at that point I was like, yeah, I'm drinking beer every day. Freaking, you know, like dessert yeah. with every meal. Fucking A, this is rad. Drinkers are us, right? Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. And then next thing you know, I got on the scale and I was 300 pounds. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. And, uh, um, that was, that was a, moment that really like kind of woke me up and just was like dude you can't bullshit yourself about you're just a bigger guy right now yeah like 300 pounds is like that's 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 a lot of weight dude and um and it's not like i'm six nine or something like that you know i'm six two so um i uh i lost a bunch and then i feel like i got really like just happy with where i, I lost like 60 pounds so i was like man this is rad i'm like but I wasn't at my goal, and um, one way or another, I I, I gained a, a, like 20, 30 pounds back just through like you know taking on some of those bad habits again, you know, too much beer and chicken wings, and not enough, not enough workout, you know. And uh, I don't remember what it was. Something a couple months ago, I was just like, dude, you need to hit this goal. I wanted to get to that goal, so I just locked everything back in. Nice. So, yeah, but, you know, you have to keep um, yourself honest for a long time and that that's tough to do. And I, I, I've found that if I can give myself some breaks here and there or I can just let loose. So last week I went to Jamaica. I was definitely not concerned about yeah what I ate or whatever and um, kind of like probably just wrapping up this four day this this coming up four day weekend and uh or a long weekend and uh, get through the fourth and then I'll get back at it. But I really feel strongly. I think I can really hit that goal that I wanted to get to, which is originally was getting down to 220. I think I can do that. I would love to do that before or at by my birthday, which is August 30th. So it's another two months. I think I can do it. We'll see. Dude, I, you call me, I'll, I'll keep you accountable. I need to do the same quite honestly. Yeah. As we get older, it gets harder. Dude, it does. It really, really does. When I was 30, I could just be like, I'm only going to drink every other day, you know, and, and, and then I'm going to run once or twice a week and I would drop like 20 pounds. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Now it's like, go to the gym, go to freaking ride every day, eat perfect and lose like two pounds a week, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. On the hot days, right? Right, right. So, um, you mentioned REI. Yeah. I am sure in 2017 that you, oh, Nate, yeah. Nate in 2017 had zero sights on REI, probably, huh? Uh, no, I didn't even think about it. Right? Um, would you were at would you say at that point that you were thinking though like I would love to, this brand to be like a in the store brand or did you not think that that was even the direction that the company would go? So I mean honestly, when I look at my our brand 
Tasco and I look uh-huh. at REI's brand, they're I would say they look kind of similar. Mm-hmm. They have a similar feel to them, the similar yeah. um yeah, look, the look and feel, I guess. Um so I, I don't know if it was 2017, 18, 19 when I started reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. It was it was not just like, hey, will you carry our gloves or hey, will you carry, you know, whatever. It was more like, hey, would you look at our brand? Yeah. Um, would you know, I feel like there's a there's a symbiotic relationship here. I think we could do well together. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've always looked at that not just as, hey, let me get some product in there. But, hey, how do we match our brand up with their brand? Mm-hmm. Um, because I just feel like there's a lot of similar similar feel to to the two different brands. So I, I, I agree with you there. I mean, when you told me about the um, the short stuff, I immediately felt the same way. Like 100 percent was like, yeah, dude, you got you guys belong in that store. Like the, the quality of your shorts and um, your gear in general, like it, it definitely it makes sense to me. But it yeah. was really cool too to like I didn't realize that you had just started in 2017 which is like right around when I I think that might be the same year I started my YouTube channel. I thought you had been around for a while, you know. So um when I walked into my local REI not too long ago, I saw your gloves in there. I, I actually made an Instagram post about it cuz it was like I saw this that. Is bad, you yeah. know. <laughs> like it's it's it, it was like it was like like the your neighborhood buddy you know, got into the NFL, Yeah, you know, because it was like, it's like, here's Fox uh, stuff. Here's, you know, Shimano stuff hanging on the peg next to Tasco. And that's yeah. right. You know, yeah. that has to feel good. No, that's cool. I, I, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, it was, trust me, uh, there's a lot of rejoicing going on here when they said yes, right? Um, yeah. A few years back. And it, it was a long road. I mean, there's a lot of courting going on between the two brands and, um, it's not easy to get in there, but um, I mean, the cool thing was, and I think I shared with this with you at Sea Otter was that, you know, when I met with a buyer there, she said, buckle your seatbelt. You guys are doing yeah. great. We, we, we love your brand and we'd like to start scaling it in the stores. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's in, in progress. It's, and I, Honestly, I'm fine with that. I don't want to scale things too fast with a brand like that because yeah. you know, we're we're small. We're we're little guys here. So, um, but no, it's it's exciting to to get that recognition from a big brand like that and um, and get to play in that field. So, how does that? That's got to be. It it has to be a little bit scary in today's supply and demand um, environment to be like there's a lot of brands that are just fighting to be able to like provide product to their current customers, let alone opening up this new venue for potential for like a a huge amount of additional sales. Right. Is that something where you're concerned with like, am I going to be able to get the, Mm -hmm. I don't know, the, the, the 30% more gloves that I need to be able to make or. No, I mean, Robert, you're touching on something that's so, so real is the supply chain issue right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's no joke what's going on. And, right. um, you know, we've, we've had to juggle quite honestly, cause we're a small brand and we're, we're in with some pretty good factories that kind of hit a point where they were, they, they couldn't handle a small brand like ours. 
Um, yeah. So we've had to do some shuffling and moving around and, and figuring it out. So um, yeah. And then, then you, you throw in a, a big account that potentially could scale things pretty quickly. And, you know, and, and again, on a, on a, on a dollars level, I only have so many dollars here to play with. Right. And right. so how do you, how do you, <laughs> Trust me, I've had a lot of sleepless nights because of because of this. But I can only imagine. I can only imagine like the internal turmoil that my brain would have would be like, here's this opportunity that I have for this thing to like, like feel like it's gonna like make this big step around this this bend, you know, or the, and, yeah. And then you're like, is like the world against me? Like right now, I can't get freaking product to do this. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Well, like, well. Thankfully for us, we haven't. We've been able to navigate the product issue, right? That's good. It's, that's it's good. Slower. Um. It's it costs more. It, you know, and we've had to adjust different different factories and you know rework things with factories, right? So, mm-hmm. but but we're not sitting on a situation without supply, which is good. Um, yeah, that's really good. But yeah, you, yeah. When you start talking to a big company like this, then you're like, uh, I, I don't know what I can do, but yeah. we'll figure it out as we go. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, I would imagine the, the majority of your sales is still through like directly through your website, right? No, actually not anymore. I mean, we're really? probably, I mean, I would, so majority, yeah, you're probably right, but it's not the vast majority like it was. Um, uh, uh-huh. We've um, we've brought on somebody. Uh, his name's Mike here internally. That's that's handling our sales for us. And you know, so our wholesale channel has grown quite a bit. So more and more people are going to st- be seeing Tasco in their local stores. Quite honestly, oh okay, um, which which is fun, um, super exciting. So, um, but I you know it's still we do a lot with with online. We love online. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's still a good. We like it because we have that direct contact with the customer. Um, yeah. And that's that family feel kind of staying yeah. around. Like, hey, if some if something's wrong, please let us know. You know, like yeah. reach out directly to to myself, reach out to to Brian who's handling customer service, whatever it is. But um being able to like for instance, somebody left a, a review on REI that I was I was super bummed on on the on the Phantom shorts. Um I have no way of handling that, right? It's, yeah. it's kind of you know out of your hands so you know i i still love that 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 direct relationship with people when they order on the on the website so yeah the main reason i was asking was because of shipping i mean shipping has gone up quite a lot so yeah. um i would imagine you probably had some kind of free shipping or something like that set up for people over a certain price point like yeah and yeah, we're actually for, going. for this month. We've been doing free shipping for all orders. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, yes, but you're exactly right. Shipping has gone up. It's 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 a tough thing to address. Yeah, screw that guy on REI, by the way, because I really like those shorts. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> I do too. You know, it's like, it's hard when when you have however many hundreds of positive results. Yeah, and, you know. I, I just personally, I, I get like, hey, I want to address that. I want to make it right, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I, can't, I, I can do that when it's a website purchase. I can't do that when it's through a shop or, or something like that. So, yeah. So, so you're definitely getting in, into more shops and stuff like that. And then, man, REI, that's huge. I, I'm so happy for you, to, for you to, to like have that, that opportunity in front of you right Thank now. You, Who knows where it goes from there, right? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's fun. 
Maybe someday kids that aren't even mountain bikers will be wearing Tasco shirts because they're there awesome you. shirts, right? There you go. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that's the way it felt for like Billabong or something like that. And all of a sudden where there's, you know, like middle America kids that never even yeah. see the ocean are wearing their t-shirts and they're going, wow, this is Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Here's, here's a, here's a surf brand and all the, all the, the wakeboard guys in Minnesota are wearing it. Right. Right. You know? Right. You know? <laughs> Nothing yeah. against Minnesota, nothing against wakeboarding, right? But yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so um, somebody else in here earlier, I can't find it in the comments right now because I'm I'm lousy at doing my job. But there's a guy up top that said, uh, mentioned your pants and how much he really enjoyed having them. And uh, talk to talk to me about those. This is another one of those new product lines that you've gone going down yeah that was sea otter the the funny sea otter in november last year right we, uh -huh. we launched those. um yeah honestly it's not that hard to do a good pant <laughs> yeah. when you have a, when you have a good short it's not that hard to do a good pant right so just make them longer and table yeah. right? are those long shorts or those short longs i don't know yeah. right <laughs> yeah 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 um no the the pants are just really an evolution on the scout short um uh -huh. so same template up top and just lengthened out and obviously built to be a pant instead but um, I don't mean to minimize the difficulty in building it, but when you have a guy like Jeremy, it, it seems uh -huh. really easy to do it. So, uh -huh. um, but yeah, the pant is honestly, if you wear it, it almost reminds me of like a sweat pant or a yoga pant or something like that. How, how flexible and comfortable it is when you're wearing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just, I don't know. I don't wear them that often, quite honestly, myself. I've never worn pants before. Mm -hmm. Um, before we launched them and then i i've worn ours a handful of times you know i just don't need them quite honestly yeah. um but there's people around here that do wear pants and they're working well for them so it's just a it's kind of a growing section i think e-bike rider uh, like e-bikers it's like i love wearing them when i ride my e-bike quite honestly because you're not so worried about getting hot and sweaty um and you get a little bit more protective against you know bushes whacking against your poison ivy or whatever it is yeah. Right? so yeah um i i think they're 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 good i, I couldn't believe how quickly they sold um last really we launched them yeah so you didn't expect just, to see them go like that huh no i had no idea but it's it's a it's a real thing pants are a real thing so i i think i can i think i understand that because i never thought that i was going to like pants I, I, and this season is the first season where I, I got a pair. Yeah. And I am, I'm, I, I'm totally going to say come winter. I'm definitely a pants guy now. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, looking, it, I'm looking at Crispy's comment here in the, in the chat here. He's uh -huh. up in, and he says, we have to wear two seasons out of the year and Ben. Yeah. It's just, you know, you're, we're in a different climate here in San Diego and you're in Auburn, yeah. right? So there's, yeah. there's, there's different weather patterns, but, um, I certainly like I've worn them on colder days and I love it. Like it's, yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. I get it. I don't, I didn't even think about wearing pants when I was wearing them. So I think if you would have got, if you would have given me the option for pants back in the day before everybody was wearing knee pads, I probably would have jumped at them a little sooner. Yeah. But then once, once I started wearing knee pads and you know, everybody's wearing tall socks. It's like, I'm basically wearing pants, Yeah. you know, with like, like an inch of my, my legs sticking out and that's right. it. So right. Right. for the weather here in Northern California, I never really felt the need, but 
I wanted to give a, a pair a try. And, um, you know, those, it's funny. The guy from Bend is the one that said that because I think the first time I wore the ones that I had, I was in Bend and yeah. it was like snowing up there. And I was like, this is actually, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like honestly, pants have come on in the last two or three years. Yeah. Um, they, it was downhill pants or nothing at that point. Yeah. Right? So who would want to wear a pair of like thick downhill slippery pants right. on a trail bike on a trail ride. Right. But they've, you know, we're not the only ones, but there's, there's brand, you know, we've been the brand, the space has been developed out to where there's, you know, just a good offering for a trail ride now. And it, it's completely different, different story. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's surprising. It's really surprising to me. I, 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 I'll have to get, give your, yours a, a, a shot because I can just make the assumption that they're based off the scout. They're just going to feel amazing. So yep. yeah, to, those are definitely um, comfortable shorts. So I am, I, I'm fully embracing the pants movement. I, I am Robert Schumacher and I endorse this message. <laughs> you and you and Christy both, right? Yeah. Right. We're both in. So <laughs> I, and like you had mentioned too, about the poison Oak, like in the spring is the, that was the other reason I was, I was wearing them more was here. It just, the poison Oak gets so bad. And if I can, if I can do anything to keep from getting it, it's, um, it's worth it. So until the heat comes up too much, then it's like, ah, well, this is what it is now. Right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, um, what what else? What you got? Anything else new that's launched recently that I'm not in the loop on? Yeah, I feel like this is a commercial, so I, I feel a little embarrassed here. So, no, uh, no, no. no, so we dropped a new new line of shorts this month. Um, last month we dropped a, a new lane, so that's the session shorts. Honestly, so what's 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 the deal with the sessions? Can I be very honest to your audience? We yeah, took sure. a, we took a good pair of. Uh, um surf hybrid shorts like like a like a walk short uh -huh. and we engineered a little cell phone pocket into it and did a couple other tweaks to it and made uh, a lifestyle short that's really good for riding it oh so, cool. so basically it's like it's my go-to short on a typical day um, yeah. just, just to wear around it's it's open pockets instead of zippered pockets but it does have the one cell phone zippered pocket still in the thigh like uh -huh. like the scout does um, but it's honestly just an, just a great all around short that you can wear everywhere, um, without worrying about it. So I, I, again, we built that cause I wanted it, right. Yeah, I wanted yeah. it to what I could wear into the office every day and then go for a pedal if I want to, or go for a swim or whatever it is. Right. So, um, I would say, you know, if I were to say the scout is a 99% riding short, 1% yeah. lifestyle. This one is 50, 50, right? So yeah. um, it just kind of plays a little bit better. So yeah, just, just a little bit lighter weight, a little, little uh, shorter um, inseam on it um, and a little more relaxed fit quite honestly. And, and honestly open pockets so you can get your wallet in and out easy and yeah, things like that. Um, even for riding shorts, I don't think you really need, you don't have to have zippered pockets. No, you don't. It's nice though. It's definitely nice to keep things secure. No doubt about it. But, um, but I, I don't think know. most, most of my riding shorts that I have zippers on, I would say 95% of the time the zippers are open. Yeah. 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 I don't really, 
I don't tend to zip them shut. See, and that's what bugged me on the scouts because, like, I would do that around the office or whatever. I'm wearing them because they're comfortable enough to wear around. But yeah, the zip, and it just didn't look quite right. It just kind of had a funny look to it. So uh-huh. just having a, a true lifestyle short feel yeah. to it really kind of helped it out. So is it going to change the world? No, it's just a great short to, to have kind of in the quiver, quite honestly. Right. Um, so that's, that's the sh- sessions. And then we have the sessions. Um, I'm sitting here looking at it. I should turn the camera on and show you the showroom. Um, so you can see what I'm looking at, but the session oh, shirt. Sorry, there's people. There's people listening anyway. They will They'll yeah. never be able to see it. The, the session <laughs> shirt is just more of a. It's a t-shirt feel, a very heathered t-shirt feel. Um, uh-huh. But it, but it's a dry release material, so it works really good on the bike as well. So I think you gave me that with, in in Sea Otter. I, yep, like, we, like we Correct. Yep. Yeah. But the that whole is idea, a very cool shirt. Yeah, the whole idea with that line is just something on the bike, off the bike, casual. Uh, that that performs as well. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we've got that, and then yeah, just the new every month, the new, you know, Ridgeline small batch glove and sock combo that comes out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, somebody uh, Brian Vaughn uh, had mentioned in the comments that he lost his car keys riding once, so he always always rides with a zipper, and I think that's probably why I don't care is because I I have. Uh, my my truck has that keypad on the side. Well, you're a Ford driver. Yeah, so I just leave yeah. my keys in the car all the time. So if yep. you ever want to steal my truck, you just got to figure out where I put the keys. Yeah, <laughs> and the code, right? Right. Well, you just put a rock through your window, I guess. Right. You just find yeah. the keys, then you're good. <laughs> so um, when we were talking earlier, like 2017, Nate probably didn't have his eye set on REI. Almost 10 years later. So is like, would it be a stretch to say that 10 years from now that you have like a full line of, of clothing that's not even, not all bike related anymore? Do you see yourself getting in that spot? If you had asked me last year, I would have said yes. Uh-huh. If you asked me this year, I don't know. There's a whole, there's so much value in staying true to yourself, right? Uh-huh. Staying, staying in your lane. Um, you know, part of me, like we're such an outdoor brand, you know, that, that loves to mountain bike, I feel like. But as soon as you start chasing that outdoor space, you've just deluded yourself so much. Um, yeah, there's a lot of competition. I mean, like there's not a lot of really good brands, let's just say on the shelf in at REI, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You'd be going against like Patagonia at that point. Yeah, you know? no, like, no, exactly. And so. Like while that's who we are, we're yeah. outdoor, we're outdoor adventure type people that love to ride mountain bikes. We're, our, our internally our little phrase is between the trees, mm-hmm. right? That's a, that's like how we categorize ourselves. We're not between the tape. We're not a race brand. We're not a. We're very much lifestyle adventure. Let's go. Let's go see what that left turn will take us to. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the, you know it just it just speaks so much to the adventure side of it, but it. As soon as you start putting out adventure clothes, then you start looking like so many other brands out there. Um, so I think there's there's a huge value in staying really, really true to the mountain bike space. Yeah. Instead of trying to dilute it that way. So I'll say the one thing that I really want to see, and I think you're you're 
probably the main the, the only brand that I can think of right now that's done something close is I want athletic type shirt t-shirts that I can wear on a ride that have cool designs on them. Yeah. Like and for the longest time ever if you wanted a real good athletic shirt it's going to be just one flat color. Or you, you or you, you jump to this you, like jersey space yeah. which is like way too far for me. You know what I mean? Can I like toggle and show you our spring 23 lineup? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, certainly the, the sessions t-shirts that we have are the session ride shirts is poised for that. Yeah. Um, to, to be able to take that lifestyle graphic um, without being cheesy with it at all. Right. Right. But taking a lifestyle graphic onto an athletic, cause that's what that session T is. Um, it's a bit, we never like I hate the word uh, tech tech tees. Yeah, because I, immediately I think of somebody at the gym wearing this shiny, you know, solid color shirt, and that's hundred percent. So, so what we've built is a heathered, very, very lifestyle T-shirt looking um, device. I'd call it right. Um, yeah. But it's but it's it's poised for printing on right. So I think you'll see more of that in the yeah. near future. I think the more of that, the better, because like, honestly, it's just like, I feel like I compromise. It's, it's, it's like, if I want to wear a shirt that I feel like is fun to have on while I'm out, then I'm wearing some kind of cat or like cotton or, you know, right. maybe right. a tri-blend kind of shirt that really doesn't, doesn't work well when it's wet, you, right. you know, which is, I'm a, I'm a big sweater. So like I, I sweat a lot. So those shirts don't, don't look great like that and then they like hang weird or you'll chafe because it's wet you know what i mean like so it's either wear something that i feel like looks cool with what i'm wearing or wear something that actually operates well but doesn't look as cool right and and um that line that you're talking about I mean, that's the one that i had that i was probably my once again another one of my favorite shirts the the longer one that i have i think is the sessions it's kind of right. like ride or casual but it's also a little bit longer so when i'm like in the saddle my ass cracks not hanging out for all my buddies to see yep. and yep. but but it handles the the like it wicks you know what i mean and it dries quick and but then it still has a cool cool design on it and that for me like i love that you know and i i i i feel like that there's not enough of a market for those kind of shirts you know what i mean with just like fun designs on them that are just like plenty of guys just want to wear a t-shirt. They don't want to wear right, a jersey. Right. Right. You know? Well, so it's interesting. We, we launched the session tees. Uh-huh. Again, trying to read the market and thinking what we liked. Right. But, and we did them as blank, like simple little like flag label on it, but no logos, no nothing because, you know, I thought, Hey, I'd like to just kind of cruise around in something that's not logoed up. Right. Um, well, multiple people have, you know, they, we actually have this uh, showroom open to the public here and people have come in like, ah, yeah, I like that. But where's the logos? Like I, <laughs> a logo, or like at least a little simple Tasco logo showing on it or something. It yeah. is. So we want to be representing what we do. I think. Yeah. Um, so there. Yeah. It's so. OK, cool. Next thing we know, we're uh, we're building out plans for logoing them up so you yeah know, you'll see those in the next week probably some some simple logoed ones 
I think it's a combination of the two. You know, there's pl- I'm sure there's just as many people that want no logos yeah, or something right. small. You know what I mean? And uh, but I think as long as you have the the options out there, and then it, then yeah. you'll, you'll be able to catch up everybody with it. So there's hey, Robert. I have a question for you. What do you do for quick commercial breaks when somebody has to go use a restroom? You go for it, and I'm not. Right. You just I'll tell me. Right. Enough. You just talk, and I'll be right back. I, I will. No problem. So, um, anyway, so we were just talking about that shirt. And, uh, I, I would love to make a shirt like that, that I could offer to everybody out there. I, I've been, I, I went out and I bought this cricket a while ago. It's like what, like 40 year old housewives that want to get into crafting use and you can make vinyl, you can cut vinyl with it and do like heat transfers. And I've been going crazy making shirt designs with this thing but i haven't been able to find like a blank t-shirt that is cheap that can do kind of what i was just talking about so but either way i need to launch all of these new designs that i have so those of you guys that have um seen some of the shirts that i'm wearing in my videos or instagram and you go to the website you don't see them on there if you see one of those shirts and you you're interested in it let me know and I'll work on, I'm, I think that's going to be one of my, my goals for this week is getting those designs up on the website and, and out. So, um, as I was, as, as you were gone, I was telling people, I, I bought this cricket. I don't know when it was. Yeah. yeah. And because of that, I've been making so many shirts and, uh, I'm really trying to get that, find that right blank to kind of do what I was talking about with you. But um, I've definitely noticed that, man, I can see myself getting into like buying whatever you do to like get to silk screening or to that HTV, that, that heat transfer vinyl, it works well, but it doesn't feel as good when you're wearing it, especially if you have like large portions of, of vinyl on it, you know? Do you, what it, how is it that your are yours like printed on? Is it like or is it uh, silk screen or is it a combination or how does yeah, that? Yeah, so I mean, right now we do everything with water based silk screening, right? So uh-huh. that's what gives it that. Like if you use what you're talking about is like the plastic or plastisol, um, uh-huh. and when you print with that or you heat transfer with that, it does give you that gooey kind of thick, yeah, film. That, that goes over it when so what we use is uh is water-based um uh, screen printing and that just it just soaks into the material then mm-hmm. so, so it's kind of like you're dying it almost you're almost yeah you're just you're printing it just like su- sucks right into the fabrics uh-huh. um, you, you got it there's tricks with it you can't do every you know the the more polyester you have at that point then you end up like it just soaks right in and you never see it um mm-hmm. So you need a certain level of co- uh, cotton in that blend in order to actually make it adhere to the surface. So, ah. um, yeah, for a while there, you know, as the awesome shirt company, right? We, I actually bought a, a direct-to-garment printer that we would use. Um, so uh-huh. early on with the Tasco shirts that we would put out, it was cool. We could do one of them if we wanted to. It, we just right. have to have the design, and you could print one of them. Um, so it was really, really fun. And I learned a ton. I would be out there printing shirts. I mean, that's what I used to do, um, back in my garage. So, yeah, I think that's what I've enjoyed about, well, I'm a creative, obviously I'm a creative person. I'm running this YouTube channel and stuff like that. And yeah. for me, 
part of it too was I like the idea to be able to like prototype a, a design. Oh yeah, get it out. Where if I was using my the company that I I used to sell my my shirts with, I have to design it. Then I have to get like a sample from them made, and then they send it to me. And then I'm like, I put it on. I, I don't. I'm sure you're well aware of this, but other people may not. You can make a design that looks sick as hell when you're looking at it on the computer. Yeah. And then you get it and you put it on. You're like, that looks stupid. Like it just doesn't like look right on somebody's body when it's actually there, you know? Yep. yep. And that cricket has really allowed me to do that where I can look at the design, see how like the logo is or whatever and, and kind of adjust it, you know? Yeah. And then, um, then I can go get the sample make sure everything's right and then move forward with putting it on my site. So it really, um, it lets me spend less money and time trying to develop something like, because before it'd be like, when I order a sample shirt, it doesn't come for a couple of weeks, you know? Right. So. Um, yeah, no, when we, had that, when we had that in house, it was so fun. Um, yeah. You could do, you could do it and you could print like full, like 4k images onto a, a white t-shirt too. Uh -huh. So, you know, you could, you could take photos of yourself or that you had taken or whatever it is and put a, a cool little border around it and make, make some shirts with it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was, it was a lot of fun. It just turned into a, a bad yeah. idea when, when, as we grew, um, it was, it, you know, it's not cost effective at all, but it no, was cool. It's really, um, I mean, as I've gotten into, I'm one of those people that just like goes out and figures out how to do stuff for fun, I guess. I mean, and, and learning this, like using that cricket to learn how to make shirts. I've learned a lot of things that um, most people don't think about, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, uh, and I think that's uh it's a really fun process to, to be creative like that, but it also makes you realize how much more goes into something like creating a shirt yeah. or, or like, the gloves and stuff that you guys are making than what you would uh, expect. You, right. you know what I mean? Like it, it would be, um, I, I guess like, like the shirt that I'm wearing right now, those of you guys that are, are listening, I'm wearing a biker shirt that says no fucks given on the front of it, but it looks like the uh, Volkswagen font. It's got a little umlaut over the U just because, makes it look like the Volkswagen font even more. And uh, it's kind of like, it was like a play on the Farfed Nugent shirts back in the day. And um, when I first made this, like to me, it's like, oh yeah, I just slap that logo up there, put it on the chest and then you get it. And one time the logo's like way close to your neck and you're like, oh, well that looks dumb. And then you're like, okay, well then the next time you lower it down and now it's like too far down below your nipples and you're like, well, that looks dumb. And then yeah. you like get it in the right place for the size that you wear. And then you order it in a different size and you're like, well, I don't know if it looks right there now. So it's like, it's definitely like an art form. Like now I, I like have certain things where I'm like, oh, I yeah. know base, like put my logo here and it should be pretty good on all these like different spots well, or whatnot, you know, so here's Robert. Here's a funny one um, that we, we were able to figure out with the, the director garment printer, but um, you, you build a women's shirt uh -huh. with a bicycle and it's got these, you know, nice two round 
that are symmetrical. And yeah. If you place that just wrong, it is horrible looking. <laughs> so I remember my wife one time, she's like, looked at it like, what? <laughs> you know, like, that's not going to sell, you know? Yeah. So, so it's funny stuff like that where you're just even the placement of what you put or the size or, yeah. yeah. It, it, and you, there's nothing worse than getting 500 t shirts delivered to you and you crack open that box, the first box, and you're like, what? That's not, you know? So, it, it was it was sure nice to be able to do things and like oh, make quick changes after the first print, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. So um, you were saying that you guys are like between between the trees. Where where do you? I mean, obviously, you can't give away all your 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 future state, you know. But um, where do you see the brand continuing to go then? If you're not going to get into that that full on, you know, every everybody outdoor wear. Yeah. So, I mean, again, there's so much room to just go with adventure, like mountain biking, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean so. And I, I say that that doesn't mean we can't build product that's adventure product in our space. Right. And mm -hmm. I think the sessions line is a really good example of that. I mean, you can fly fish and all that stuff. You can right. go for a hike and that stuff. You can horseback. I don't know whatever you want to do. Right. Right. Um, but I think it's just more the mentality of the brand staying true to mountain biking. Um, uh -huh. that's, that's the core love of us. And I think just not suddenly becoming diluted with fly fishing, but it doesn't mean that we can't build, build product that, that functions all around. You know, I always think about it when I go camping for a weekend, what do I want to throw in my gear bag? Mm -hmm. And I'd love nothing more than to have everything that I throw in there be Tasco pieces that work really well for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. That's, I don't know if that helps you with that yeah, answer. It's, it's just much more like on a branding level, staying true to who we are, I would say. You think you'll stick to the mountain biking and you could be more of a cycling brand? And no, like... no, my desire is to stay mountain biking. I, uh -huh. I don't have any, if there's any roadies on on this that are listening, I no offense, but you know, much, it's much more our DNA to be on the dirt, I would say. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, everybody... I think a lot of guys that ride mountain ride, they, they sure. cross cross over to the other, other, you know, stuff as well. I would imagine that there's probably a space of, for clothes, like guys that ride more maybe park or even like dirt jumps and stuff like that. Sure. There's probably not great gear in those spaces because, um, just because nobody's really paying attention to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, I mean, we're working with a couple of really cool riders on the, on like that, like I'll call it uh slope style, dirt jump, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and honestly, they, they like to wear pants and yeah. they like to wear uh, t-shirts and they like to wear gloves. Right. So right. Um, a lot of them will wear, want to wear jeans and that's fine. But, you know, David Lieb is one of our, our guys and, he runs the scout pants all the time and t-shirts and, and, and gloves. He loves it. You know? So it's like, I think it's just dirt two wheels is who we want to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You also do a lot of like little accessory kind of gears. I mean, you have a bunch of water bottles up behind you and no. I mean, do you see, uh, is that stuff more just for fun kind of yeah. added merch or, or is I, there any kind yeah, of development? Whether it's a, a little fender here or there, you know, we, we work with specialized on their bottles. We work with uh, Bella customs on their fenders. You know, we, 
work with with those just for fun honestly just to kind of add to our small batch mm -hmm. so they're, they're just fun yeah yeah are you where you thought you would be when you started in 2017 or are you further along are you less farther oh, along? i never imagined it to be a full brand so yeah, yeah no thrilled with where it's at quite honestly that's um, awesome not no com no complaints that's for sure yeah so what was what was the uh what was the full-time gig before you you were tasked you said that that this was like originally your side gig it's funny like i'm kind of embarrassed of it i don't know why but um so for like 20 22 years i was doing um corporate sales and uh -huh. it was with a company the last job was with a company called agilent we were selling chemical analysis like instruments uh-huh so we'd sell into biotech companies or clinical labs or whatever it is basically you know you want to see what's in somebody's urine or if you wanted to right, see right. what's in a, a pharmaceutical drug or you know whatever it is that's what yeah. we would sell so i was a i was a rep doing that and super good job great yeah. great career but just got to a point where it wasn't very exciting and it wasn't yeah. at all and uh so <laughs> you know the idea of building something got kind of exciting so no that's awesome man so it really was like not any other than sales there wasn't really any crossover wow. kind of experience i have that had. like running a company like this i have zero business doing it that was just yeah. say that, you know <laughs> yeah I have a buddy that runs a business and uh, he always says that he doesn't know anybody else that's still in business that's as bad at business as he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the last survivor of the bad guys. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but he's doing well. But he's just like, it's such a funny thing. He's like, yeah, there is nobody as bad as me oh, that's man. still in business, man. <laughs> I feel like it's been a like a crash course MBA class, you know, yeah. several years. It's just yeah, it's cool though. I'm thankful it's still upright. Yeah. What would you what kind of advice would you give to old you if if you were if you were telling Nate when he was starting, like what would what, what this is what you should really do, dude. Stay with your old job. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if people say, well, like, what got you into this? I'm all, you know, it's the stupidity, you know, like, or there's naivety about yeah. how much goes into uh, to doing it. But no, what would I give myself advice? Man, I would honestly, like, it might sound kind of funny, but I'd say work on your work-life balance. Yeah. Because that's been the hardest thing, um, and I'm thankful my my family, my wife, my my three kids have been so supportive. But goodness, it's like it's been a lot of like I, I'm checked out at nights a lot of times because I'm thinking about stuff, and yeah. um, just you know, as soon as you become your own boss and you start running your own thing, you know, vacations are you know you think that oh I can run my own schedule. No, you can't. Like it's it's tough to to get away. So you're always on. Yeah. So I don't know. It's probably one thing that I would definitely, and just, and just try to enjoy the process too. And the, the journey, you know, it's, yeah. you get so hung up on trying to hit a certain number or try to, you know, beat out a certain competitor or whatever it is, yeah. right. That you, you kind of lose out. Um, and I still do that. Like I need to preach that to myself today. Like just, just enjoy where you're at today and yeah. be thankful for where it's at. So I'm a, I'm a super driven person in the way that you were saying too, where earlier where you're like, you get all in on things and I can understand where you're coming from there because I can't tell you how many times in my life that I've realized that I totally 
have like essentially blown off my family yeah because i'm so stuck in whatever like i'm i'm doing you know i over i hyper focus on things you know and yeah. um and i can imagine you know running my own business i would do the exact same thing and uh sometimes you got to get slapped in the face before you realize that you're doing it wrong and yeah. I, I know you had some health health stuff that came up like not too long ago that was that maybe something that made you really recognize it or yeah um yeah i did i um what was it back in october of 2020 i had a heart attack um i was out riding my bike one sunday afternoon and um yeah just everything went kind of kind of sideways on that ride um thankful for where it's at today you know i don't seem to have anything going on and uh but it, <laughs> i wish it had lasted longer the effect of having that um <laughs> In the sense of like sure sobering me up to like, hey, yeah, because I mean, after that, like I took a family vacation and, you know, yeah. we went, we, we spent two weeks together as a family, which I hadn't done in a long time. And, you know, I just really like honed me in on the importance of, you know, your family, your life that you're living and not the dollar. Right. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I, I, I did go through a little bit of a, that scary time, but um unfortunately like that those memories fade it's kind of like childbirth you have another one right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and you end up like you know i i'm embarrassed to go back to the cardiologist now for my appointments because you know he asked about my stress and he asked about my diet and my exercise and they're all worse than they've ever been right so yeah you know it's a challenge to try to you know remember that and try to try to balance things out a little bit better but what was that like when that happened? You were just riding and on a sudden, like you just, you know, fell over and crashed or like, no, how did that, like, do you mind sharing? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, Robert, like I, I was doing a ride that I've done hundreds of times. It was a uh -huh. local, local trail here. And um, I was just out on the Sunday afternoon trying to burn some calories, quite honestly. So I said, you know, in my mind, I was going to do three laps up and down um, the, the local hill here. And I did the first one and then, when I was coming down that first one, I was like bouncing off every rock completely wrong. I just felt completely yeah. like a mess. And I was kind of frustrated at myself, but, you know, I didn't feel quite right. And then on the second climb, I'm climbing up and I'm, I mean, again, I've done this climb a million times and I know, right, right. I know my fitness enough to know I'm not in great. I wasn't in great shape at the time, but I'm, I hit this one little punchy climb and I just, have never walked it probably in my life and i got yeah. off and i'm pushing my bike up it and i'm just like i, I was honestly really upset at myself like yeah yeah, yeah you're in a yeah, bad spot you can fix this you know yeah yeah and halfway up the the, the climb like I, I had my head on my handlebars like hanging over it just going just thinking man this is beyond terrible got right. to the top and kind of recovered a little bit and finished that climb out got to the top, did a little descent. And then I saw this, this is the squirrel side in me. I like saw this little offshoot trail that I hadn't seen before. So I said, I'm going to go see where that goes. So I go and it turns into a climb back up to where I'd been. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm on this little goat trail, hit this point, had another one of those episodes where I just went, Whoa. And I head over my handlebars. Next thing I know, I'm like sitting on the ground mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there and I, I just knew something wasn't right. And yeah. I, call, I call, so I called my wife and I said, Megan, just, 
just to let you know, like, I don't, something's the matter with me right now. I don't know what it is, but I want you to keep a, an eye on my phone, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, she says, well, get off the phone and call 911, right? So by this point, I'm laying down on the trail uh-huh. and uh, just, and it was that feeling, honestly, of like, you know, you, you, you push it to the top of a climb and you feel like, oh, I might faint kind of thing for a couple of seconds. And then, yeah, you, 100%. And then you get through that, right? And so, but I had gotten to that point and I just wasn't ever coming back down off of that. You, you wasn't recovering, right? Right. I wasn't getting that recovery feel. And so by this point, I'm laying, in, laying down, exposed in the sun right there. Couldn't even hardly hold the cell phone in my hand. So I put it on my chest, like with a speaker on me. And I'm just talking to the emergency people trying to help them find me. Um, it was really, really hard. Like um, they couldn't find me because I was on this little goat trail off the back 40, you know, and right. you're asking me trying to trying to get coordinates and all this stuff and it, and it wasn't working. So, so anyway, I finally got to a point, it was probably 20 minutes on the phone with them and uh-huh. wasn't getting anywhere. Um, I got to the point where I started feeling a little bit better. I drank some water. Um, and then I got up and I started kind of like, okay, I got, I'm going to get myself out of here. So I start pushing my bike out and my wife comes running around the corner in her flip flops, um, oh, white as a ghost. Like she's like, she, cause she'd been tracking me on my phone. Right. And right. so, so she helped me get back up to the car. And by that point, the ambulance was coming up, had pulled up to the, that spot there or not the ambulance, but the fire, the, uh, the fire truck. Uh-huh. And, um, and so they did a quick test on me, you know, said, basically said I was dehydrated. Um, mm-hmm. I needed some Gatorade. I needed to go back and, you know, take that. Um, so we, we left, we, we said, no, thanks to the ambulance. My wife was there. We, we figured it out. And so she stops, gets me Gatorade. I go home, I'm laying on the ground and I go, something's just not right. I've I'm been sure riding, you know, I've been riding my bike for a lot of years and I know my yeah. body better than yeah. this. And this is not right. So I had her look up heart attack um, symptoms because I'd been feeling some like like just numbness going down the left side, which is a, is a known issue, right? And right. Um, so she looked it up, and it was like checking a checking the boxes off, like click 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 all the things that soreness in the jaw, like aching jaw, all these things. And so she says we need to get to the hospital. So anyway, as soon as they heard it at the hospital, they whipped me in there and. Um, long story short, I was there for two days, um, went through all the tests and exploratory things and everything. They released me with just medication. Honestly, they couldn't, there was no blockages in the arteries. Um, it was was what was called a non-STEMI heart attack, which means it was, I don't know. My best guess is that something had clogged and then released and it wasn't in there by the time I got to the, to the, uh, ER, but just thankful super grateful that um you know i it's been almost two years and i haven't i don't feel i haven't had any recurring symptoms yeah uh, but anyway that's the long of it yeah. so. no that's that's crazy thank you for sharing i mean that was definitely uh sounds like wow dude that's just like i i can't even imagine the emotion of that experience you know and um I definitely, I always get kind of in that. I have the, like, I get anxiety about something like that happening to me whenever I'm out. Yeah. And, um, and 
that like the 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 story that you were telling is like the fear that I have, you know, like of me being out somewhere and not 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 being able to get any kind of help. And uh, I'm glad to hear that you're okay and that you made it through that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it it definitely puts a perspective on things. I would say, right? You know? Like to me, I mean, I'm a I'm a God fearing man, right? And so it, it makes yeah. me realize, like, you know what? It's not in my time. It's his time, you know. So it was kind of good yeah. for that, but also just like putting, like, you know, we were talking about work life balance and family yeah. and all that kind of stuff in perspective. It gives you that, like, yeah, I gotta redeem the time a little bit better, you know, <laughs> like, like yeah. make use of it a, a little bit more. So. Yeah, we're not in our 20s anymore either, you know. I know yeah. when I was in my 20s, I didn't really ever think about dying, you know. And yeah. uh, and at the age that we're at now, um, I'm sure other people that are in their 40s can relate. You, you've probably had some friends that have passed away, whether it's been from health or just accidents or whatever. And it, it really starts making you realize, like, how short your time is here. Yeah. You know, and then you're, it really, like... um will will make you consider like did i did i do all the right things that i that i i want to do before i'm done yeah, you know? yeah what was my day like today what did i do right yeah yeah, yeah i i am um, i'm glad you're still around man it would have been a bummer to, to oh man thank you otherwise dude that would have well, I, I am too so uh, yeah for things like this right exactly yeah, yeah so you don't make me cry, dude. Oh, dude, it's all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. I finally made it to Oprah status. <laughs> <laughs> I got somebody cheering up on the interview. Oh, now I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go for the throne on all the rest of them now. <laughs> no, no. Hey, so yeah. can I share with you what like has been geeking me out lately? Yeah, go for it, man. Like, like what's been uh. And I don't see a brand coming out of this, but it's just a pure hobby. Like, you know, so about eight months ago, my son and I got stand up jet skis, you know, those old school, you know, yeah. stand up things. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it's funny because that's just consumed me for the last eight months. And I do uh -huh. it. I did it this morning before coming into work. We go out in the surf locally here out of Oceanside uh -huh. and go rip around and, and just it's like moto surfing. Right. And, right. Right. Uh, and uh, it's such a throwback thing that nobody does anymore. And I, I've just gotten gotten that like, ah, right, hooked in there. Um, yeah, it's such a random thing that's fun and out of the ordinary. And anyway, that's just kind of a it's a fun thing to share that like this, this that sport's still alive and it's super fun, right? Yeah, but, yeah, man, it's good to get out of your zone too. Sometimes you know what I mean, like out of your lane and and oh yeah. Uh, get it get into something else and i'm sure it feels good to be able to focus on something that's not mountain bikes you know yeah, you know what part of it probably is that right it's just that yeah. like, it's not work related at all there's yeah i do wear actually it's funny the whole crew wears tasco gloves out there now right um, because i like you know we've just like, like oh you're tasco and they all most of those guys ride mountain bikes and dirt bikes as well right so yeah. but it's it's just funny how it but it, no it's not like this work feel I'm not doing it because of work. I'm doing it because it's like a just new fun thing to do. So maybe we'll see a Tasco water related glove, huh? Yeah. I don't know. All we have to do is change the little MTB to, to WTR or something like that. Right. 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 <laughs> One of my buddies always tells me, don't go do it. And like, don't go take something you like doing for fun and turn it into a job, man. <laughs> That's what I did. That's what I did. Yeah. I, I joke with people like, 
I started a company out of stupidity, right? Or out of randomness, but yeah, because it was in my passion. And now I don't do that anymore near as much. I don't, you know, it's just not near. I don't find the time to, uh, to go do that passion anymore. So it, yeah. yeah, you do. It's definitely a, a real deal. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and it's easy to do because everything like, at least when you first start, it's super easy to get like, to have a lot of passion for it, you know? Yeah. And then, then it takes a while for you to actually realize like, holy shit, like I'm putting a lot of time into this. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 And I'm I, always, uh, my wife sees my Instagram, like she's, they're sitting on their couch. She, she just sees like, me scrolling through and it's bike bike she she said to me one time don't you ever get sick of that <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah maybe i do i i should i should be honest yeah yeah i think what i do is i just i fall in these like little subcategories of things that i get stuck on for a while like when i first bought the cricket i originally bought it so that i could design stickers and then like get those designs to the guy that I, that, uh, that does them from actually stickered. I'm yeah. Sure yeah. Richard. Yeah. Yeah. But like what would happen, was like the same thing I was talking about with the shirts. Like I would design something, then he'd print it. I'd have it in my hand. And I'd be like, I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. You know? So yeah. like it gave, yeah. gave me, it was like, okay, well here I can do something. And, um, that, that, and I'm also like, I'm <laughs> there's like still that like punk teenage kid in me. So, you know, one of the things that I did was make stickers that say employees must ride bikes, but they're like the same size as the ones that say employees should wash hands. And that way, when I go to like the restroom, I can switch the stickers for them. That's and so good. That's, <laughs> that's a full Richard move right there, though. Yeah, yeah. So apparently I got a little Richard in me, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then it turned into the T-shirt thing. And then um, the latest for me is I, I bought a 3D printer. Nice. And, um, oh God, dude, that you want to, you want to talk about a rabbit hole that you can get into. Yeah. It, it, I, uh, I originally bought it because what was it? I, when I very, very first thought of buying one, it was like, I wanted to make a mount for a GoPro that I could put on my like chain stay. Yeah. And, and then, um, later would have actually been working on is I want to make a, like a GoPro chesty kind of mount that is um, actually works well for mountain bikes. Cause yeah. I feel like what is out there is like made for action sports and not made for mountain biking. Mm -hmm. And I want one that's made for mountain biking and to go through the process of a learning. First you have to learn how to like do 3d modeling. Then you have to learn how to print. And then you got to learn how to like actually design something. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like so many things that I've learned. Like, oh, now I know what like a three millimeter bevel looks on the corner of something. And I'm like, nah, that needs a six. You know, like it's like just this like stupid shit. But it, I think th those are the things that really like keep me going. And I think it's... Uh, I just really like learning and I like creating. And so I keep finding like little things that, 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 that do that for me. You right. know what I mean? Right. So. No, that's cool. That's, that's super cool. I've, that's something I've never gotten into and I don't ever want to, honestly. Oh man. It's horrible. Or I'll, I'll message you when I need something done. The worst part is, is like, once you start looking at stuff that way, you start 
you stop wanting to buy things and right. you start like turning your life into, oh, I can make that. And, right. and I can see myself quickly making something fun a job. <laughs> yeah. So, so are you able to just, is there just like websites or forums or whatever where you can just go like, Hey, I want to build, I don't know, a kickstand for a bike or whatever uh -huh. it is. And you go find some, can you just go find templates for that? Are those out You can find or? one that somebody probably has already designed and just yeah. print it. You yeah. Can, you could do that hundred percent. Yeah. Or you could like do it yourself, you know, yeah. or they're like, the thing is like, like, just like, I, I feel like I am, I'm like a natural born inventor. Cause I'm always like, I've always been a person that's coming up with ideas, but doesn't have the means to be able to make them. Right. So let's say I have, you know, those big um, mechanics kind of tool chests that, that, you know, have the slide out, like a snap on kind of slide out drawer yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I have one of those up in my office. Right. And um, it's just for like, it's holding like stickers and like all video content creation kind of, it's, it's like, it's basically like a dresser. I have it so that it, it just looks like a cool piece of furniture. Right. Sure. And on top of it, I have like my Cricut and my 3d printer and a light and I'm always like going over this kind of like a little workbench, right? So I I wanted to put a a power strip on the back of it. So, you know, then I'm like, oh well, I want I don't I don't want to screw it into this thing. I just want some magnets so I can just stick it on there. So yeah. now I, I then you go down this rabbit hole of like, okay, well, I can design a bracket that that I just print the magnet into and then clicks it on there. And yeah. now it's holding it on, and now I have them, I have back brackets that hold yeah. my three and a half foot power strip on the back of my my um my my rolly thing. So that's pretty cool though. And some of it's stupid. Like one day I was designing, I I I bought a little ring camera, like this one that's behind me over there. Yeah, I, yeah. I bought one of those for so so I could look at my prints whenever I wasn't when it, I wasn't around. Cause sometimes these prints take like six hours to print right yeah and if it's messing up in the middle of it you want to stop it or whatever sometimes i'll have like a break put in like for that that thing i was just telling you about like you'll you'll tell it to print like 30 percent of it and then you'll maybe have a hole in there that you can drop a magnet in so you tell it to stop when it's at 30 percent right. drop the magnet in tell it to go again and then it prints over top of it now there's right. a magnet inside of the plastic so i put got this little camera and i wanted to be able to just go like know when it stopped you know and the camera was kind of sitting lower than the print bed right so i wanted something to just make the camera like you yeah. know four inches taller so instead of just putting a couple of books in there what do i do i go and i like engineer a little little thing to like a little stand to put the, the thing on and then while i'm doing that because i'm creative i'm like well that'd be funny if they were shoes and then I was like, well, I should make a hat. So now my ring camera has like a baseball hat and funny shoes. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> really just because I wanted to raise it up three inches. You know? Right, right. But no, uh, where does it end, right? Right, exactly. So this is the way it goes. <laughs> so, good. so anyways, man. Well, dude, we're like wrapping, wrapping two hours as usual. It is always fast. Yeah, dude, it's easy to have a good conversation with good people, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, man, it, it, I'm so stoked that you um you had the time to to be able to sit down with me today and we could catch up. I always ask people at the end of the shows, 
if they like what YouTube channels they like to watch, whether it has anything to do with biking or not. What, what are you watching lately? Dude, it's jet ski stuff lately for me, it's right? All jet ski stuff. <laughs> well, it's funny because everybody gets like when you get into a new hobby, the first thing you do is go search out all the. So I get, yeah. I, I mean, in in the jet ski environment is really really small, so I can, uh -huh. yeah, I've canvassed it all pretty good, right? So, but it's interesting you say that because like one of the one of the guys that I like, it's called Risky, and they're mountain bikers and jet skiers up in Oregon, right? Uh huh. Um, but they're all into three D printing stuff, which is super fun. So like I'm listening to this and like relaying it over to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I, I probably spend way too much time doing that. I, I watch a lot of surf competitions too, um, just around the world uh -huh. um, on YouTube. And then uh, on a mountain bike side, um, it's funny. Like I don't watch that money anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I, I used to a, a bit more, but I just don't watch too much bike yeah. YouTube right now. So I don't know. just yeah. where you're at in life. Right. Yeah, no, I, and I don't, when I ask that, I'm not uh, like looking for people to tell me what like mountain bike contact, I, I just like to hear yeah. what, what people are into. The one that I always try to bring, like to to give a good example is like when I asked Josh, uh, Daily MTB rider. Yeah. And he had told me about this channel is called Cart Narcs. And it's this guy that just basically gives people a hard time for not putting their carts back in the, the oh, rack. That's that's awesome. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's freaking hilarious, man. People just lose their shit on him. And and he's, but um, like it's little finds like that, though. I mean, sometimes, though, you find, you know, somebody tells you a channel or something that you never thought you'd watch. And next thing you know, you're, it's here so you are. funny. I'm, I'm pretty boring. So, like, if you scroll through like my suggested feeds or, you know, as I'm, as I'm rolling down, it's, it's, it's jet ski, it's surf, it's moto. I, I yeah. watch because I watch a lot of moto replays and stuff like that. I love it. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, certainly mountain bike stuff pops up and I watch it. And, you know, I watch MTB Allen and Segment, yeah. and one of the guys that we work with quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. And then, and then, yeah, comedy stuff pops in there too. You know, you, you get, yeah. Get with that and then anything social that you're against that's gonna pop up right yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's so funny how like polarizing all that social media stuff is on political reasons right now it's so frustrating I, so i feel like i i just confused the shit out of the algorithm because yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it's like wait a minute we thought we had this guy pegged and now he's looking up you know watching this chick make make t-shirts yeah <laughs> <laughs> Where does that come from, right? <laughs> right, right. And then just throw in like a Rubik's Cube video here and there, and you're yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, ping pong championships or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What, what about you, Robert? What do you uh, What do you find? Lately, let me think what I've been – if I was to pull it up right now, you would probably have some 3D printing stuff that I've I've been watching, a lot of, a lot of things like that. I At the beginning of COVID, I taught myself how to do a Rubik's Cube. And then a while later, I for, I realized that I forgot how to do it. So um, the last month or so, I've been reteaching myself that. Yeah. So I'm at a point right now where I've got it down under two minutes again. But nice. I want to learn some of these other. There's some other like because really all the Rubik's cube is is like learning patterns of of steps that you have to take. Right. It, it's not really like you just like. Uh, it's not anything like I ever thought it was when I was a kid. And I was like, I don't know how the hell they do that. It looks amazing. Yeah. But it's really just like you have to remember these steps. 
you know, and once you get to a certain speed, there's like more complicated steps that you can do to be able to do it faster. And right. I'd really like to be like, you know, the guys that do that, um, like the record, like the world records, like five seconds or some shit like that. That's crazy. It's insane. Like they, they're, they're like, you could look it up and they're like looking at it on the, on the ground and they like pick it up and just and put it down and they're done. <laughs> so I don't want to get there, but it's definitely, I like that because it's like a, it's fun to like challenge my brain. But anyway, so that's some, some of the yeah. stuff in my feed. I always watch uh, um, the hot ones interviews. I think they're really good. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yep. Yep. Um, and then I, you know, obviously some cricket stuff or yeah. something, who knows? Yeah. It's always, uh, I, I definitely am probably like confusing the hell out of it. The, uh, how to get, how to how to uh, string a guitar that's been popping up lately because I tried to figure that out on our guitar and now that's everywhere in my feed right oh yeah yeah you you know you are uh, just learning how to play or something no we were just restringing the guitar so I was like working with my daughters on on doing that and so we were oh, watching right YouTube videos on it and now it's like flooded with it right <laughs> yeah I used to play guitar a lot when I was younger and uh, it's actually why I moved to California I thought I was gonna be a rock star nice. and. Uh, <laughs> I was playing, I, I, I grabbed this guy's guitar when I was in, in Jamaica and I was playing some guitar with him and it made me realize how, how much I've forgotten. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like that might be one of the next few things that I. Yeah. Read yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's so, it's so real quick. Uh, I don't know how long we can keep people here, but Jamaica. Yeah. Um, did you go to Duns River Falls? Uh, not this time, but I've been, I, I've done that before. Cause when you said, sent me that, I sent you that Hans Ray video, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, so like that is so vivid in my childhood memory of watching uh -huh. that, whatever that video was. And it was cool. Like I found it on YouTube again. Right. But that, um, Hans Ray, like bunny hopping and track standing and, you know, doing the whole thing, climbing Duns River Falls on his GT. That guy's amazing, right? Trials back in the day. No, especially back then. That was so cool. So anyway. Yeah, I um that's rad. That's first of all, that's super rad. And honestly, like I can't even imagine how you accomplish that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And um, but to kind of pull it into the biking, I I've been I've gone to Jamaica. That was my third time I've been there. And every time I've gone, or the two times before, I just really was always thinking, man, this would be really fun to ride here. Yeah. So um there's a company down there called single track Jamaica and they do some, they do a, a, an event once a year, they call the fat tire festival, which is basically like a mountain bike festival. Right. And, um, because I knew, knew of them, I, I really wanted to get a ride in and they do some tours. So I spent a ridiculous amount of money to make it work because we were staying on the other side of the Island from them and everything yeah. in Jamaica is like, to the tax, the prices for taxis there are just ludicrous. Like that's, I'm just going to leave it at that. And, uh, but I ended up making it happen and I got to ride bikes there and it was phenomenal. Like uh, the riding yeah. was not phenomenal, but being in a plate, like riding your mountain bike through a freaking jungle Dude, was like, this is insane. How many of us can say you rode, you went on a mountain bike ride in Jamaica, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. 
So it was definitely worth it for, and those, that's one of those things like where we were talking about earlier, where in my later years where I've realized like, do you need to do some things that don't maybe make financial sense? Right. But it's just to like, like, Hey, you lived your life a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So dude, yeah, that's cool. welcome home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again, man. I really, really, truly appreciate you being on here. Like I said, I, I always enjoy talking with you and, um, it was, a, it was a good time once again, right? Well, man, I appreciate you too, Robert. Thanks. Thanks yeah. so much for having me on. Yeah, for sure. Anybody out there that hasn't been to Tasco's website, it's Tasco, T-A-S-C-O-MTB.com. So if you search Tasco, it'll be on there, but it'll be also some binoculars. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Tasco MTB, go check them out. Check out his gear. I guarantee you, you'll be happy with what you, what you purchase. It's definitely... Um, Everything I've used from from Nate has been great, and I I really um, really appreciate all the the support that you've given me over the years. Like, give me some of your products to try out and stuff like that. So I appreciate that. If you guys can do him that favor, swing by there. If you want to help me out, hit the thumbs up. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit subscribe if you haven't already. If you listen to the podcast and you haven't written a five star review, you should go do that on like the Apple review site because that makes me happy. And I haven't seen a new one pop up in a while. So um, there's, there's what, 3,000 people on this, on this uh, channel. There's God knows what, five or 6,000 downloads a month on the podcast. One of you out there can write me a new review. That would be rad if I could get on there next week and see that. So please do. Otherwise, if you want some, something for free, swing by my Instagram or my Facebook at BikerB1. Give that a little follow and uh, you get to see some other stuff of what's going on. If you don't want to do any of that i totally get it man just remember one thing it only takes a bike to be a biker get out and be one